you are now on air. Morning audio date is 07.20.2023. Current time is 06 a.m. Eastern Time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside. And this is the Fireman Rich Audio Podcast. Morning coffee. Good morning on this want-to-be Friday, July 20th, 2023. Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich, here on Spotify for podcasters. Fireman Rich on all those other fine social media networks. And we're here to do another audio podcast on this want-to-be Friday. That's what I call Thursdays, want-to-be Fridays. But uh, we do have the morning coffee here, first cup of the day. Mmm. Tasted mighty fine as we get the day started. A hashtag positive start to the day. Hashtag PSTTD. And I hope everybody is getting uh, um, the right step off on their day today. As we're working towards the weekend. That's what it's all about in the course of the week is work towards the weekend. Even though I'm still retired, I'm working towards that weekend as far as that goes. And uh, um we're doing good. We're doing good. And I hope you all are too. And right out of the gate, I want to say thank you for the listeners to the uh, the Fireman Rich audio podcast. Uh, it's uh, very appreciative. We don't have major numbers, but they're major to me because they're more than two and three. So I'm, I'm loving it. So I want to just say very uh, uh, humbly and graciously uh, thank you very much. And uh, the analytics shows that uh, uh, people are taking their time to are using their time to, to listen to me to a certain uh, bit there and that means a lot so thank you very much it uh, puts a warm fuzzy in my heart there as far as that goes so I'm raising my coffee cup to you listeners and thank you very much mmm good coffee but we're getting our day started here uh, and um Let's see, what, what's going on here? Is the uh, music in a loop? Let me see here. Oh, there we go. Oh. Something happened there. <laughs> it was in a loop or something. But we're... Uh, it, the particular sound was not lit up on the soundboard. Okay, at any rate, we're here. So uh, let me try this. Let's see what we got. So this is this is recorded live, so Yep, that's the one I used. <laughs> it wasn't lit up, but it was still playing. Okay. A little funkiness uh on the uh uh iPad mini using the boss jock app. <laughs> it's old. It's an old iPad. It's a first generation there but it still works very well with the, the boss jock audio app that i can tie it into my um, uh, behringer 802 soundboard that 
then goes into the iRig 2 that's connected into my LG Stylo 5 Android track phone. And it's a good portable setup. If I needed to move this, which I I would never, I don't think I would. I had thoughts of, oh, I can podcast here, podcast there. I just bring these uh, one, two, three, four pieces of hardware and I got an internet connection and I'm good to go. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. Um, I like the computer desk here, but it is quite the setup and I, I enjoy it and uh, uh, utilizing it. I could do the same setup on the uh, desktop here well, with um, the Marantz 1000, but I think I get a better sound from this uh, UCAT 37 mic. So mic I've had since the Blab days, Blab being, uh, being a uh, live stream broadcast. It came out just before Periscope. It was in between Meerkat and Periscope, and it was the bomb. Periscope was good. It was very good. And then uh, that went away. And then what did everybody go to? I think we're just lingering out there live stream wise and then went over to uh, HAPS, which HAPS is no more. And now I'm over there on Twitch where I broadcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, which will be tomorrow, the real Friday. And I like doing the live streaming. But I do the same format that I've done for a number of years on the audio here. What I used to call just the audio. Now it's the audio podcast uh the same format morning uh coffee broadcast to get the day started as far as that goes so but currently here in the southern tier of upstate new york it is 52 degrees fahrenheit where did that come from it or no i'm sorry 58 i'm sorry i don't know how i got 52 i think it was looking at a different temperature is that the current temperature I think it's across the river, but we're at 58. We're below 60 degrees, and it's going to be cooler later tonight as well. So uh, I'm not sure what's going on. That's good. We got the windows open. I had to close the side window because before starting the, the audio podcast here, because I don't want the, the road no, noise that's coming into the, 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 the little village here in Tioga County. We have a lot of small villages in Tioga County. It's a pretty much rural county here in upstate New York and the southern deer of upstate New York. But 58, it's a, a cool 50, or cool 58, that's 14, or 58 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a uh, 14 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, or 14 degrees centigrade, I should say. Jeez, we don't want 14 degrees Fahrenheit. That'd be, that's, that's, that's dead winter icebox cold, but uh, no, 50 de 58 degrees Fahrenheit and 14 degrees centigrade as uh, we're getting our day started. So it's that's pretty pleasant. A mix of clouds and sun, a stray shower or thunder shower, shower is possible. High of 86, so we'll probably be getting the humidity later. It should be good for a walk this morning, the cool weather. It was pretty cool. It was nice yesterday. And uh, winds out of south at 5 to 10 miles per hour and um, let's see I did the air quality yesterday air quality was wasn't too bad yesterday it wasn't good but it was uh, let's let's give it a check we don't have an air quality air quality uh, alert but uh, going to air now gov which I've been using a lot lately with those forest fires wildland fires uh, up there uh, in uh, Canada uh, I guess last month there they were 
in just above Montreal, northern Canada there, on the east side of Canada. Now they're all on the west side. Oh, we got good. It's good. Air quality here in the southern tier is good. 32 on the 100 scale. So it's, you know, good goes up to 50. And then from uh, 51 to 100 is moderate. And uh, we were in the moderate yesterday. And then 101 to 150 is unhealthy for sensitive uh, groups if you have asthma. 151 to 200 is unhealthy. And 201 to 300, very unhealthy. And 301 plus, which we bet in it. That's uh, last month when we had the, I call it the day of yellow. It was a Wednesday when the, they had the wildland fires uh, on the east side of Canada. It was coming down here. We had a day that everything in the, you go outside, you could just you smell it really bad, taste it. And everything, it just looked like there was a cloud of yellowness. And it was just really bad as far as that goes. So, But the air quality today is good, which is good. And that's as of 5 a.m. this morning as far as that goes. And uh, let's see, uh, sun rose this morning at 548, which was uh, about 20 minutes ago. Um, and 548 a.m. this morning, it's up. And uh, I'm seeing... Some cloud, I've seen blue sky with some cloud cover, and then uh, we have uh, the sun setting at 8.37 p.m. later today. And our world times and temperatures in Honolulu, Hawaii, where it's 12.09 a.m. Uh, this early, early morning, uh, cloudy skies at 78 degrees Fahrenheit in Phoenix, Arizona. At 3.09 a.m., it's uh, clear skies. Uh, 94 degrees Fahrenheit, Albuquerque, New Mexico at 409. 94 degrees in Phoenix, but it's 83 degrees in Albuquerque. It's been hot out in Phoenix. It's been in the news here. I've been seeing some headlines on that. Been having some hot weather out there. But Albuquerque, New Mexico at 409 a.m. this morning. It's uh, 80, uh, partly cloudy, partly clear, 83 degrees Fahrenheit. Chicago, Illinois, partly cloudy, partly clear at 510 just changed 5:10 a.m. 73 degrees Fahrenheit. New York uh, City, the jungle on the eastern seaboard here at 6:10 a.m. and that's what we're at here in the southern tier. 6:10 a.m. currently. Uh, sunny, clear skies, 71 degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, across the pond in Ireland uh, at 11:10 a.m. it's uh, partly cloudy, partly sunny, 62 degrees Fahrenheit. Milan, Italy at 12.10 a, or 12.10 p.m. Uh, partly sunny, partly clear at 86 degrees Fahrenheit. In Mumbai, India, no, New Delhi, India, we'll back up one. New Delhi, India at 3.40 p.m. Um, cloudy skies. And uh, high, uh, temperatures 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Mumbai, India at 3.40 p.m. also Cloudy skies, 82 degrees Fahrenheit. Kuala Lumpur uh, at 6.11 p.m. Uh, clear sunny skies at 83 degrees Fahrenheit. In uh, Tokyo, Japan at 7.11 p.m. in the evening. Cloudy skies, 83 degrees Fahrenheit. Melbourne, Australia. Remember, now Australia is in their winter, so their temperature is going to be real low. Um, actually, lower than what... I currently have here in Southern Tier at 58. Melbourne, Australia at 8.11 p.m. Cloudy skies, 51 degrees Fahrenheit. And in Sydney, Australia, 8.11 p.m. also in the evening. 
clear skies, 54 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, they're in their winter time down there, down under, as far as that goes. And let's see, we do have a thought for today, this morning. Um, if I can find it here, let's see, where is it? Okay, there it is. Posted it over there. Oh, you know what I forgot? I forgot to post over there on uh, Threads. So let's bring up Threads. I'm on Threads. It's Fireman Rich and Truth Social. So those are the two social media platforms I'm using for this 30-day uh, Twitter break that I'm on. And uh, let's see. Uh, and we'll have to catch up on that after the broadcast. But our thought for the day comes from uh, one of my favorite authors, Mark Twain, whose uh, final, final resting spot is about a 45-minute drive west of here in Elmira, New York. And... Uh, um, I really like Mark Twain. We have a, we've had a lot of quotes from Mr. Mark Twain, and we appreciate it. But uh, I think I've had variations of this type of quote, but I do like it, and it goes as follows. Mark Twain's quote and our thought for the day. Courage is the master of fear, not the absence of fear. Think about that. Courage is the master of fear, not the absence of fear. You can never get rid of fear. You're always going to have fear. Anybody says, you can be fearless, but there's going to be something eventually that you're going to be fearful of. Like, um, um, I can remember real basic, like when I was in the United States Air Force and got certified as a fire fire inspector, you know, you had to do public speaking and all that at fire prevention um, um, conferences and lectures and stuff like that. And uh, one of the things I grew to learn and um, was to, to uh, face my fear of speaking in front of people. And I got quite comfortable with speaking to people. That's why I'm, I'm gabbing here on this audio podcast. It gives me an outlet to, to just uh, get on my soapbox in a manner of speaking. But uh, it, there was a fear there. And the fear is that uh, uh, you, you overcome it and... Uh, you get better at your craft of speaking. And I did, as far as that goes. But then I went back into the regular firefighting operations as far as uh, aircraft rescue firefighting and structural firefighting uh, back later in my, my end of my career, as far as that goes. So, uh, so I wasn't speaking in front of those people you know, a public setting is as much as far as that goes, and uh, you lose that edge. And uh, there's been a couple times since I've been out retired from the Air Force or transitioned out of the Air Force after 20 years that uh, I had to speak in front of people, and it was like, oh my God, I'm scared. I should be afraid of this. I I used to do this. Yeah, I used to do it. You lost the um, the continuity of doing it all the time, so the fear popped back up. And um, so that's, uh, that's a learning experience. Courage is the master of your fear. Once you master your fear, you have courage that you can do anything. Because you, you put your fear behind you. you. You're accomplishing what you're doing. You're using that courage of doing. And... Um, so there's never going to be an absence of fear. It's always sitting there. Once you 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 got the master of fear, if you got your high courage of doing things, you're gonna you're subsiding that uh, that fear. You're keeping it down. But it's always nipping. It's always going to be nipping. 
at least from my 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 uh, perspective, I think. Uh, so thank you, Mr. Mark Twain, for that uh, quote and our thought for the day. Uh, for our national day, let's see. Um, Today is Thursday, the wannabe Friday, July 20th, 2023. It is the 201st day. It is the 29th week of, of uh, the year, and we're 55% through the uh, year. And uh, let me scan real quick. Oh, I like that one. Okay, we might go with that one, but I like this other one. Got a couple ones. Let's see, got World Jump Day. Okay, do a couple jumps today for World Jump Day. Get to know your customer day. Yeah, I don't. I don't sell anything, so I don't have a customer. You don't necessarily have to sell anything. If wherever you work, the people you work for, they're your customers. You take care of them. Let's see, National Fortune Cookie Day. Well, we don't get Chinese that much, so I don't think we're going to do with that. National Pennsylvania Day. Up, oh, throw that in the trash bin with all the other national state days. National Lollipop Day. There's one for you. Uh, let's see, International Chess Day. I'm a chess player. Well, I haven't played in quite a while, but I I'm, I do like uh, watching games, and I know how to play the game. It's a very interesting game. Um, the Japanese version of that is called Shogi, and I do uh, know how to play Shogi. If I have the book next to me to tell me what, how the pieces move. It's similar. It's it's the same format of chess, but the pieces move differently, and there's a different strategy as far as that goes. But I like this one because it's National Moon Day, July 20th. And why wouldn't it be? Because um, it, I'm going to probably be going over history here that uh, it was back um, back on July 20th, 1969, astronaut Neil Armstrong and Ed Buzz, Buzz Aldrin became the first men, humans, should say, the first humans to walk on the moon after reaching the surface of the moon in their Apollo 11 um, module. So, um, so why wouldn't it be Moon Day? I think that's a good one. We're going to go with Moon Day. Okay, so uh, let's see, July 20th. It probably references the, the commemorating the, the first humans on uh, that uh, celestial body. National Moon Day on July 20th commemorates the day man or humans first walked on the, mu on the moon in 1969, NASA reported the moon landing as being the single greatest technological achievement of all time. And I would say to this day, it is because we have not been able to copy that. We have not been able to repeat that. But we are working towards that as far as to have an international flavor uh, of that because the next landing of humans on the moon will be an international one. It will probably be um, an American that lands or be steps out uh, on the Artemis um, missions that are taking place. We already had Artemis 1, a test run of an unmanned um, Artemis rocket and uh, what do they call the Orion spacecraft that launches uh, the Orion spacecraft that circled around the moon and came back. So uh, the next one will be... Um, I think it might be a two-person two crew just to go around. But when they eventually land on the surface again, it'll be um, an American and probably, I'm not sure what uh, nationality, but there'll be another, uh, be a, um, someone from probably Europe or something like that. 
Coffee's tasting good. Hashtag National Moon Day. On July 20th, 1969, Apollo 11 carried the first humans to the moon. Six hours after landing on the moon, American Neil Armstrong, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I, I stayed up late. I think everybody that was um, on this blue marble that had access to a TV was watching it. Stepped onto the lunar surface. He, he stepped two and a half or they spent two and a half hours outside the spacecraft. Buzz Aldrin soon followed, stepping onto the lunar surface. After joining Armstrong, the two men collected 47.5 pounds of lunar material. Their specimens would make their, the journey back to the Earth to be analyzed. Um, in the command module, a third astronaut waiting, pilot Michael Collins, remained alone in orbit until Armstrong and Aldrin returned. And um, it's... Uh, it's uh, quite a feat, quite a feat, and we haven't, re and we were flying by the seat of our pants from what history tells us. So uh, there we go. Now we're going to go right into a, another or a, a scientific article. There, the good article that I like to, or in, good and ar interesting article that I like to uh, present here on the uh, Fireman Rich Audio Podcast. And that's concerning scientists discover time moving five times slower after Big Bang. And this is exactly as Einstein predicted. So time is moving slow? Can time move slow? I don't know. It depends on how what measurement you're using maybe, I guess. But uh, it, it just maybe what they're looking at, it's moving slower. It doesn't move any slower here on this big blue marble, though. It keeps on marching on every second and every minute as far as that goes. But uh, most of us know the framework of the Big Bang Theory. The universe began expanding outward from a single point after a large explosion. And as matter began to uh, um, uh, gather together into large and hot structures, the universe began expanding at greater and greater speeds. Uh this would necessitate necessity. Uh, this would necessity that, or would mean that in the early periods of the universe, this expansion was slower, and then, and that since Einstein slow showed that time and space was connected, time too would be slowed. Exactly what was just discovered by astronomer Down Under. Down Under is that the guy's name? Oh, was discovered by astronomers down under in Australia. Okay, so this is coming out of Australia. In a groundbreaking paper published in Nature, Professor um, Lewis of Sydney University and Dr. Brewer of uh, at, uh, what's this, Auckland University used uh, quasars as clocks to track the speed of time in the early universe, perhaps less than a billion years after the Big Bang. Um, the quasars are the universe's most powerful known objects. Are they par are they more powerful than black holes? They, you say? They're produced by black holes. Oh, they're produced by black holes. So I would say black holes. If they're produced from black holes, would be more powerful. But that's okay. That's just with this article there. Thank you. Quasars and universes. Uh, quasars are the universe's most powerful known object, and they show that uh, time moved 500% slower in the early chapter of the universe than it would be today. So they got data that would indicate that then. That's interesting. Looking back 
to a time when the universe was just over a billion years old, we see time apparently appearing to flow five times slower, said Professor Lewis. If you were there in this infinite universe, one second would seem like one second. But from our position, more than 12 billion years into the future, the early time appears to drag. Maybe it's because of that space that we're looking. Because when we look at, at a, a celestial body that's a um, billion light years away, something like that, it, we're, we're actually t time traveling. So I wonder if there's a, a factor there. I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. But what do I know? I'm not a scientist. I'm just a, a simple guy. Simple. I'm just a simple man. Previous universe data methods use supernova explosions, but quasars are far more energetic, act more like repeat firework displays than a single firecracker. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a, a continuity there. These active uh, gigantic nuclei are powered by supermasses, supermassive black holes, just like billions of times larger than. Um, the sun surrounded by gigantic accurate disk of hot gas. The energy they emit is beyond all metaphor. So we, they're beyond our imaginations. And there's physics out there that's beyond our, our imagination. Our, you know, we're, we're not even uh, in kindergarten when it comes to thinking about the universe pretty much as far as that goes. That's just a given as far as what I, what I think and as far as, you know, uh, let's see. Lewis, Professor Lewis explains that his team uh, use a spectroscope to separate the light from the 200 or so quasars into green, red, and infrared, which allowed them to chart the light's path through space and time, rather like the ticking of a clock. Well, that should be That would have been interesting to see how they said that set up with these new data and and analysts. Uh, however, we've been able to find the exclusive, elusive tick of the quasars, and they behave just as Einstein, or as Einstein's relativity predicted. So he predict, Einstein predicted it. These guys are showing that, hey, Einstein was right, said Professor Lewis. It's the third or fourth time in recent memory that the bold prediction of Einstein has been proven correct, demonstrating the superb intelligence of the man uh, who is getting more predictions right than from his grave than any other scientists do in the lab. So that's, I was just thinking of that. That's, that's the truth, isn't it? So there we have it. We have uh, supposedly uh, time is moving five times slower than... Uh, when uh, the original, then the original, at the time of the original, then at the time of the original Big Bang, I like these science ones. They they they, they make you think even more than uh, that thought for the day. It just it's like how, you try to put your grasp your head around this this uh, scientific stuff, and it just uh, makes you wonder. And it it actually gets the imagination going too, and stuff like that. So uh, um, it's very interesting stuff of course i like a black hole you wouldn't want to come up uh, and get uh close and personal i think a quasar is the same thing if black holes are producing that it's <laughs> some strong i mean bigger than strong off the chart strong uh, energy going in there so that's pretty cool
So on this day in history, uh, like I said, uh, today in history, July 20th, Ar- uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon, uh, the first humans to uh, be on that surface. And uh, we uh, that was a fantastic mission. Then they had Apollo 12, which I vaguely remember. Then the next one was Apollo 13, which never made, well, they, they circled around the moon to come back, but they never landed on the moon. That a that movie uh, that was produced by Ron Howard uh, Apollo thirteen that's a with uh, that's a great movie it's a great movie as far as uh, um, about uh, what just a small aspect of the space travels to the moon um, so let's see on this day in uh, nineteen twenty four the World Chess Federation was founded during the eighth Summer Olympic Games in Paris and in nineteen sixty. And in 1966, this day began being, being, oh, began being held as International Chess Day. Okay. So it was 1924 that the World Chess Federation started, but uh, they, they made it a day back in 1966. On this day, also dealing with space, Viking 1 landed on Mars, and its robot spacecraft transmitted the first colored images and uh, for the planetary service and accumulated uh, accumulation of an 11th month journey. That's back in 1976. I was a senior in high school. <laughs> God, I feel old. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Um, let's go to the AP. And I'm not seeing the yeah, American Viker One robotic space. I got that one already, and that's about it as far as the, the Apollo Eleven moon landing. That's the big one for today. That is the big one as far as that goes, and uh, um, it's just uh, amazing that we're revisiting that after all these years. And uh, Let's see, Major League Baseball. I don't have a tab up. Let me bring a tab up here. We had some baseball yesterday as far as that goes. And uh, we had, uh, let's see, we had the New York Yankees losing again to the Angels. The Angels are quite the team there. They got that one pitcher, the Japanese pitcher, that can he can pitch, but man, can he hit? He can hit too. Um, and the Mets beat the Red Sox or White Sox again. So um, I think they play again today. My brother, my older brother, went to the uh, Mets game on Sunday. And let's see, do they play Thursday? He said he might be going to the game Thursday. Let's check. I watched it. It was a good game. They won by the skin of their teeth. Uh, no, it's today. Yeah, today's Thursday. So aren't they playing? Oh, yeah, they play it today at one one ten. So I'm going to be watching that. He says he's going to be at that game. He's retired. He's been retired for a couple of years. He's got a couple very good friends that he's known over 35 years or so. And uh, he was down there, and we were texting back and forth when I was watching the game this past Sunday of the Mets. Yankees, though, God, they got to get it going. The Mets... Uh, they could sweep uh, the series with a win today, I believe. Uh, let's see. In Canadian football, we do have some Canadian football. I know that because I talked about it yesterday in my my uh, uh, live stream broadcast over there on Twitch, where I'm known as Fireman Rich, Canadian Football League. Let's see. Here we go. We got uh, tonight, we have the... Uh, 
at 8.30, Elks playing the Blue Bombers. And then tomorrow we have the Toronto Aeronauts. Those are the ones that I'm – I don't know any of the players. I just know the team's names. And Toronto being close to New York, I'm, I'm, that's going to be the team, I, team I'm rooting for. And I think I'm rooting for a, a good team because they're 4-0. They're playing against the Tiger Cats tonight. And I think that's a uh, – yeah, that's a divisional game. So uh, Tiger Cats are two and three. The Argonauts are four and zero. Oh, so they could be five and zero oh today, tonight after t- or after tomorrow night. Going into Saturday at seven o'clock, you got the Rough Riders playing the Lions, and I believe the Lions they're first in their their division at four and one. So they're the they're the big dog in that in the Western Division, where the Argonauts are the big dog in the Eastern Division. They play the Roughnecks, which are three and two. So that's a divisional game as far as that goes. That's Saturday at seven PM and then Sunday at seven PM we got the Red Backs against the Stampeders, which I I know. I'm sort of keeping track of the Argonauts and the Lions because they're first in each of their division right now. So, but it's football, and hopefully uh, the CBS, the secondary CBS Sports Channel that's on my cable provider, broadcasts it so I can watch a little football there. I usually when I I get a chance to watch this these games, the Canadian Football League. I I don't watch a full game. I watch probably maybe ten fifteen minutes of it, stuff like that. Then I can say I watch some football during the summer. Of course, um, preseason is just or. Um, Training camps are just starting for the NFL, I believe, or will be starting. And um, they'll be interesting uh, here in another little over a month, the NFL starts. And then I'll be forgetting about the CFFL, the Canadian Football League. It'll just be a footnote as far as that goes. But uh, there we have it. There's the broadcast. We're all done. It's 34 minutes. So. <laughs> Oh, it's a relaxing Thursday morning here, and um, I'm not in a rush. Um, I know at the beginning of this week, it seemed like I was running, uh, uh, especially for the live stream broadcast, I was almost 15, 20 minutes past my start mark. Um, Since I've been retired, um, I don't really get up right away and rush to get set up for the live stream broadcast, or even here for the, uh, the, uh, the Fireman Rich Audio podcast. And it's primarily because I'm, I'm just staying in a relaxed mode as far as that goes and um, enjoy myself. I'm, I've been over three months now. Um, actually, let's see, May, June, July. Yeah, we just went over three months this last week on the 13th, uh, Thursday. So uh, I've had three solid months of not working and I'm enjoying every day of it. It's great. Um, it's very relaxed and very, uh, and doing this is even um, being highlighted even more as far as that goes. I, I really look forward to doing the, um, the audio podcast as well as the live streaming over there on Twitch. The audio podcast here on Spotify for podcasters. The app is phenomenal. And uh, I give big, uh, big credits to Spotify keeping the app the way it's been when it was formerly known as Anchor. And stuff like that. So I'm really, I really feel comfortable being here doing the uh, audio podcast and talking to you all. And uh, I'm again very grateful and thankful, and um, that you are listening. Even if you listen for a couple minutes, that's fine. I get that. <laughs> but we're getting ready. We're 
we're going to get our day started here right, with a cool morning. I'm going to have probably another cup of coffee here, get this all packaged up and posted out on those fine me, uh, social media platforms. The two primary ones that I'm on. Oh, that's right. I got to I got to do my morning my morning um, posts over there on um, Instagram threads, Fireman Rich, and I'm also over there on True Social as Fireman Rich. Just Google, let's Google Fireman Rich. Let's see what comes up on my thing. Let's like, say Fireman Rich. Fireman Rich. Let's do a real quick check. Fireman Rich, it shows, it still shows my Twitter. And on my Twitter, the last post I did uh, was two weeks, a little over two weeks ago was, uh, hey, I'm over on Truth Social. But since Instagram threads come out, I like Instagram threads. Instagram threads, uh, um, uh, along with Truth Social, I do like both of them. I probably will get back on Twitter in August sometime, probably the first week or second week of August. Uh, I don't think I'm going to stay off it for another third day. So I'm still not happy with Elon Musk uh, giving a uh, people that are unverified, even though I've been on the platform for 14 years, 14 plus years. So, um, but I'm not, not, I just disagree with, Elon Musk's decision. I'm not pissed off or mad at him. It's his his sandbox and stuff. I just dis disagree with his decision. So I'm I'm making a symbolic gesture of uh, I'm staying off it. You know, symbolic po protest, not gesture. A symbolic protest. So to say, I'm not really liking this. So, but I do still like Twitter. I ha I peaked a couple times. Uh, I do get notifications. Matter of fact, there's a notification on my tablet. Let's take a look at that. Who's who's tweeting me? Oh, okay. I'm getting just some people that uh, some people that I guess I follow. They come up. The the one person that's uh, this came up. Uh, I got to mention her name here on the podcast. And uh, hopefully, Dolores, you're listening to this. Um, uh, as far as uh, I I've known Dolores going. Oh, she's going back. She just started following me on Threads. She said their post was, or she commented on one of the, I think it was this past Tuesday's, uh, this past Tuesday's uh, audio podcast. Dolores D, 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 E, E, D, E, E, Dolores D, D, D. She uh, liked my post. Uh, she also liked the, what, yeah, she, the Fireman Rich Audio podcast on Tuesday, she uh, made a comment. I found you again. And Dolores, I've known since the audio boo days which is known as audio boom she's a broadcast journalist she's a broadcast journalist podcast producer at uh, brixton burgle Bur bugle and brixton blog.com oh i'm gonna have to check that out dolores she's a london woman through the through and bloody well through uh I love saying bloody and she she has the british accent that makes it sound cool I'm good to be hooked up back up with Dolores here on these fine social media networks and stuff. But I, I, I've known her since the audio boost, the audio boo days. And Dolores, if you listen to this again, uh, thank you for following me on Instagram threads. I'm following you back. And uh, I, I, I'm grateful to be and thankful to be reconnected with you on one of the fine social media networks that we have out there. Uh, she's a great girl. Uh, great. Great lady, I should say. I should say that. And uh, uh, but she's over there on BrextonBlog.com, and I'm going to be checking that out. Seeing that I did, I I, I never really read your uh, your bio here on Instagram Threads, uh, Dolores, until now. So, uh, Dolores, 
uh, William, known as Dolores DD on Instagram threads. And thank you again, Dolores. I love you. I, I, I love to meet her. I love to have a, I, I she, she's a fun girl. I, I just know she, she, she would, if I was over in London and she'd probably give me a day tour that I would remember for the rest of my life as far as, as far as bopping around here and there. And, uh, as far as that goes, uh, she's a very, uh, fun loving individual and I'm, uh, thankful to know her. So, uh, you have a great day today, Dolores, if you're listening to this. <laughs> okay, but we're going to go ahead and exit stage left on that very high positive note of talking about Dolores uh, and uh, uh, get our day started and uh, see what the day brings and uh, pretty much be uh, taking care, wrapping up and posting this up here in the next uh, 30 minutes and then uh, getting ready for a morning walk. And I think in that time I'll have time for a second cup of coffee as we get this July 20th, 2023 started. And uh, I will be on tomorrow morning on Twitch on uh, the, uh, <coughs> the morning coffee broadcast over there on Twitch. <coughs> so this is Fireman Rich here on Spotify for podcasters. Wishing you all well, wherever you may be on this big blue marble. Thank you for your listen and live life. Have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks.